You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Let's get back to um, what we were talking about yesterday, a bit of clarity on our story that sees the New Zealand Initiative upset at the process around the severe weather emergency recovery legislation bill. This is the Business Post, Gabriel. In the consultation process, the government left less than 24 hours for submitters to respond, providing no opportunity for deliberation. And New Zealand Initiative Executive Director Oliver Hartwich is with us on this one. Very good morning to you. Good morning, Mike. How often do you get involved in the submission process and how different is this particular version of anything? Oh, we often get involved in submission processes, but this one was very unusual because I received an email from the Select Committee on Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. asking me to make a submission. So far, so good. Happens all the time, except they asked for the submission to be ready by 5 p.m. the following day. And then they also asked me whether I would like to make an oral submission, whether I would like to appear in Parliament in front of the Select Committee the following day. And this is just a shambles of a parliamentary process. Typically, they give you a few weeks. Sometimes, depending on the nature of the bill, you might get a few months. But really, 20 hours to prepare a written submission, they must be kidding. Their their argument is, time is this is a storm, we need to move fast. Do you accept that or not? Well, the storm was about six weeks ago. And the thing is, actually, this country has natural disasters on a regular basis. So we have earthquakes, we have volcanoes, we have storms, we have floods. There's no reason why we shouldn't be prepared for these events. There should be some plans actually pre-prepared, sitting somewhere at the bottom of the drawer, discussed, debated, consulted on, and when the disaster strikes, we should be able to roll this out. But we can't just make it up on the fly and then give submitters less than a day. This is ridiculous. In fact, you wrote a report in 2018, said recipe for disaster, building a policy on shaky ground. You gave them the advice they needed, didn't you? Exactly. That was part of our recommendations, and I think it makes complete sense, especially given the natural state of New Zealand. We have these tectonic plates that are keep keep moving. We get earthquakes regularly. We have volcanic eruptions. We have floods. All of this actually should give us enough reason to prepare such legislation and not rush it through when the event strikes. So this is not just about the, the not just about the sort of submission process. You're concerned about the power grab. What is the power grab? How broad is it by the minister? Well, the power gap is substantial because it allows the minister to basically uh, amend existing laws. The minister could now suspend any parts of the Building Act, the Land Transport Act, the Local Government Act, the Resource Management Act, many other acts as the minister likes. And there is no parliamentary accountability in any of this anymore. It lets the minister really change things in the way Henry VIII would have done. And And how long can they do that for? For five years. So for five years with no accountability, with no parliament involved, the government can actually do whatever it likes without even consulting parliament. And this is not worthy of a liberal democracy under the rule of law. This is something you would expect in North Korea. Here's the problem. Nats voted for it along with Labour. They've got the numbers. I mean, do people pay attention to this stuff? Would they have voted just without having any understanding of the detail? I have no idea why National went along with this one. It doesn't make any sense. This is the kind of bill that requires great scrutiny because the powers conferred to the government are enormous. And I would have hoped that the opposition party, the main opposition party, would have paid more attention to this. The only party in this particular case seemed to be ACT paying attention because ACT actually made a lot of noise about it. I'm very sceptical on submissions at the best of times because, I mean, if if a government wants to do what a government wants to do, yes, you have a select committee process, but really, if they want to do it, they're going to do it, aren't they? Typically they do, but submissions still fulfil a function because at least you can put stuff on the record. And you can hope that the government listens at least at the margin since 
changes some things that are simply not correct and not working properly. So submissions do make sense, and we need democratic accountability. We need the public to know what's going on. And when even the experts, even the people in the, working in the field don't know what's happening, yeah. what chances the public have to really understand what's happening in Parliament? The five-year thing worries me. If they were grabbing it for six months, you know, in an emergency to try and get things moving, but what, what's the five-year rationale for? I can't see that, and actually the government hasn't properly explained it either. I mean, the government hasn't explained anything really. By the time, by the way, they made the submissions or open submissions, the first reading actually wasn't even enhanced up, so you couldn't even read the party's position for any of this. This is, as I said, it's a complete shambles of a parliamentary process, and anyone involved in this should be ashamed of themselves. Well said. Oliver Hartwood, Show New Zealand Initiative. Why isn't that the lead story? Five-year power grab. Why, why haven't you heard about that? Too much of that stuff goes on in this country isn't covered properly. It, it smacks of the Homeland Security Bill that they passed in the wake of 9-11, isn't it? It's like, it's like oh, well, this is a, we've got a, st- and then suddenly, oh, everybody's civil rights are gone. Exactly. Uh. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.